I told you once, you could be great. Or you can be nobody. Being nobody. That was from the second season of Perry Mason. On this episode of Why Watch That. Welcome to Why Watch That, your guide to the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. We're on a quest to go from channel to channel, platform to platform, and festival to festival to help you figure out what you want to watch. We do all the work so you don't have to. So get ready for some unexpectedly candid and entertaining reviews that will help you answer the ultimate question, why watch that? After the end of the Dodson case, Perry Mason, veteran of the Great War, played by Matthew Reese, is haunted. Mother Dodson comes to him in nightmares. Also, due to that experience, Perry wants civil cases only. Criminal cases are out. On that front, his newly minted partner, Della, played by Juliet Rylance, wants to be just that. So she has to find clients who bring the moolah. We will not allow you to humiliate a productive member of this city. Him or you? Order. But when it comes to other expenses, Perry's not interested, including the replacement secretary Della hired. Who are you? Good morning, Mr. Mason. I'm your new secretary. I want... But Perry's been wrong before. Plus, Perry's still a bit too lax when it comes to his personal safety. Riding motorcycles near cliffs might not be the brightest idea. Even still, he does have a knack for the law. So while Della convinced him to go from sleuthing to lawyering after the tragic end of their former employer, E.B., played by John Lithgow, Perry must trust his own instincts. They got him at range with a single shot. That makes sense to you? We got this one long shot. We could take down some of the biggest names in this city, but nobody is telling me the truth. Question is, can Perry handle being a mercenary if it means breaking the backs of the little guy for the likes of our city's last great shining star? And what about former cop and current private investigator Paul, played by Chris Chalk? Is there enough detective work for him? They may never gonna be fair. Not for us. They're in the grip of the Great Depression, after all. So Perry does what he can. But this means that Paul has to take whatever work he can to make ends meet for his young family. He's limited by the prejudices of the time. They wanted the Wild West, they got it. And don't forget that Della has to contend with the time period as well. So along with each of them having to face individual challenges, over the course of this season, they'll be drawn back into the gruesome world of criminality. This city has suffered a devastating loss. Murderers such as these men have no place in our civilized society. A wealthy and powerful L.A. family has experienced a terrible loss. The grown son of oil tycoon Lydell, played by Paul Racy, is a spendthrift who has no qualms about cooking up shady schemes. He has the police in his pocket, after all. This case is Lydell dreamed of the day when his son would focus on running the family charity instead of trying to bring a major league baseball team out west. But that dream came to an end, and Lydell takes no prisoners. It's important. Mason knows the price for taking up sides against our city. And this leads to the apprehension of a couple of guys from the Hoovervilles, 
who seemed to be convenient scapegoats. Mr. Mason, Miss Street, this is... My name is Luisa Gallardo. We came to see you because my nephews, Rafael and Mateo, were arrested. They aren't killers. Rafael is an artist. And Mateo, he wants to be a mechanic. And that's why Perry won't be able to stay away. He has a heart for any underdog who faces injustice. I don't think they did it. The cops round him up. And now he's got themselves the perfect patsies. How's the murder trial of the century going? Now you treat those Mexican boys better than you treat your own son. Mr. Mason seems a bit... Broken. I just worry that... What? That you're not ready for another murder trial. But, as the ADA who helped him become a lawyer said... There is no true justice. There's only the illusion of justice. So it seems that things will always work out in favor of the rich and powerful, no matter how hard you fight. Which is why... We've got to figure out what's going on out there. All right, so Perry Mason's back. HBO's brought us a season two to this uh, show based off of some detective that I remember hearing about growing up. I've never watched any Perry Mason um, stuff, but I remember there was a... um, I don't, it was, it wasn't black and white though. It was, it was post, it was black and white. Okay. So. Yeah. Perry Mason lasted a while. I believe it mm-hmm. started in black and white and then it, in different iterations, it was in color. Okay. Um. Yeah. So if you're thinking of that show way back, mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter. This has nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. This is going back to the source uh, material because it is okay. based on a character by, um. let's see, Earl Stanley Gardner. Let me get the name mm-hmm. right. So they're going back to his writings and, you know, you have a noirish kind of thing, as you can see here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's not so much procedural. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is serial. Got it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now you are the, you know, legal show expert. I am. Do you want to see this? Because this isn't your normal law and order thing. It's not, but it's intriguing. I'll tell you, looking at it, I was just like, yeah, this could make the this could make the list. It looked interesting enough. And I like that Tom period too. So that also like it inspires me to be like, hmm, this could be interesting. Um, and you know, I like a good injustice of somebody who's fighting for the underdog. So I'm always down to support that. Yeah. because uh, this is uh nine nineteen thirty-two is where it's set right now. So you can see where they might be going. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Perry fought in World War One. Mm. We know what's coming up next. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So, you you know, Great Depression, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Prohibition. They have a lot that they could play around with. Um, and what I would say overall, let, let's look at Perry Mason overall as well. Producer. Yeah, because the question is for the TV show. Perry Mason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, this goes back to the thirties in written form from Earl. And then you have a a lot of stuff. It was a radio series. Yeah. I knew that then Mm -hmm. it was on CBS Mm -hmm. producer from 1957 to 1966. Mm -hmm. Then they brought it back with the new Perry Mason in the seventies. And then they had uh, 30 Perry Mason TV films in the 80s and 90s. So that's probably what you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Like I was mm-hmm. saying, yeah, I mean, from black and white to color. 
Mm-hmm. And now we're here. I mean, now it, here. It was all of that done. For this iteration of Perry Mason, the first season I was not the biggest fan of. Love the cast. Think that they have a, definitely a character and story to mine. But the execution wasn't right. The pace was off. It just got stuck in the muck and the mire. Mm. Really, See, this is the kind of show where you want it to kind of move. Mm-hmm. Even though we're in the war, you do want to feel like you're moving forward. Mm-hmm. No. Now, what happened is they have new showrunners for season two. So that's why I decided to keep watching. Because I finished season one just because of who was behind it. Mm-hmm. Matthew Reese, Tatiana Maslany, you know, Juliette Rylance, Chris Chalk, and everyone else. John Lithgow, who doesn't last. Like, so I was like, let me finish. But when they said, hey, the creators of The Nick is going to run the show now, I said, mm-hmm. oh. Now, keep in mind that Juliet starred in The Nick. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's see what they're going to do. And based on the first episode of season two, that's all that's been released as of this recording. It's better. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. it is better. We'll have to see what they do across the season because the question's going to be a balance really it's when they're at work that it's the best. It's how they interact at work. Are they going to get work? Cause like Chris's character, it's not a lot of work out there. Mm-hmm. You know, how's he going to get some work to support his family? He's going to have to do some stuff he doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. And eventually he's going to get roped into this case with Perry and so on. Cause in the first episode, they're setting it up. So the crime doesn't actually happen until the end of that episode. So mm-hmm. we're not in the case yet, which is going to come. But it, it has more of an energy when they're outside the courtroom trying to work through things, in the courtroom trying to see what happens. That's when it's most interesting to me. The other stuff that's coloring who they are as characters, we need it, but how much of it is the question. So I just hope that they balance it. But the creators of the Nick, once you say that, I'm definitely going to pay attention because that show to me was just excellent mm-hmm. for a lot of it. Um, so that was nice. You still have the great style. You still have the strong cast. I just hope they give them the right stuff so they can showcase it. Pace is the question. Are they going to take off, though? So it's better, mm-hmm. but are they going to... Mm-hmm. I just feel like there's some shackles on it a bit that I want them to release. Okay. If that makes any sense. So there you go with the opening of season two of Perry Mason. If you kind of like mm, in season one, but you like a dark, noirish, you know, crime procedural ish <laughs> serial drama, all of that. <laughs> if that sounds like you and you were kind of disappointed in season one, just start season two to see what's happening. I even like the addition of Paul Racy. You know, mm. as this oil tycoon. And and Paul, by the way, was in Sound of Metal with Riz Ahmed mm. and was nominated for an Oscar for that great performance. Mm-hmm. So they have the actors. We'll just see what mm. these creators of the Nick do with them. Yeah. So, producer, what do you think? Are you, you have to, now the question is, now that I'm asking this, I'm glad because we can end it here. Because mm. you might be going, okay, should I watch season one? Yeah, or should I just start with start season season two? two. You probably 
could start with season two. You're going to miss some of the backstory, like the whole thing about Perry's property and, you know, the war vet stuff, uh, how he went from being a private investigator to a lawyer. That all happens in season one. Um, so you would miss some of that. Do I think you need all of it? No. You could probably read the synopses. It'd be okay. <laughs> but you'd miss Tatiana's performance. You'd miss John Lithgow. You know, maybe you dabble a bit. Just pick around the episodes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you want. Okay. Yeah. So cool. we'll, we'll see how they handle the whole thing. That's the question. Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That, and on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, you can visit us at WhyWatchThat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going.